Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. Luke 3, verses 15 to 17 says the following. Now, while the people were in a state of expectation and all were wondering in their hearts about John as to whether he was the Christ, John answered and said to them all, As for me, I baptize you with water, but one is coming who is mightier than I, and I am not fit to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to thoroughly clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. The statement by John the Baptist that I want to draw your attention to in these verses reflects how John perceives himself in relation to Christ. John tells the crowds that gather to be baptized by him by the River Jordan that he is not the Messiah. Subsequently, John says, One is coming who is mightier than I, and I am not fit to untie the thong of his sandals. To appreciate the full meaning of John's statement, we must understand that back in antiquity, Palestinian teachers were not paid. Instead, their students did services for their teachers, but untying the sandal thong was considered too lowly and beneath the dignity of students. Untying the sandal thong was reserved only for slaves. So in Luke 3.16, John the Baptist basically says, The Messiah is coming and he is mightier than me so much mightier that I am unfit to even be his slave. This is a powerful statement based upon what John said. It is also a powerful statement based upon who said it. In Matthew 11:11 11, 11 and Luke 7:28, Jesus said John the Baptist was the greatest human being that ever lived. So, what the greatest human being that ever lived said was that compared to Christ, he isn't great at all. The lesson to be learned here is that in God's eyes, greatness manifests as humility. In fact, John's greatness came from his great humility. John's usefulness in the kingdom of heaven came from his obedience. John's effectiveness as a preacher came from his total reliance on the one who was mightier than he was. Greatness manifests as humility, therefore we should pursue humility. God never uses people who think they are great. After all, where does God fit in if a person is full of themselves? God always uses people who realize they are but dust without the Lord. A person who is full of themselves may regard some tasks as too lowly and dirty. A person who is full of the Holy Spirit regards pride as dirty and toxic to the soul. In fact, a person who is filled with the Spirit has been gifted with so many spiritual blessings that they realize that they are more in debt to God. There is nothing to be proud of when it comes to grace, God's unmerited favor. John's greatness manifested as humility because John understood that his prophetic call, his ministry, and his preaching would all have a fulfillment in Christ. John could only baptize with water, which symbolically cleansed the person on the outside. As John says in Luke 3.17, Jesus would baptize with the Holy Spirit in fire. The Holy Spirit effectually and radically changes a person on the inside. The fire provides light, the fire provides heat, and it burns away all impurities. Greatness manifests as humility, therefore we should imitate humble saints. As a man who was great in God's eyes, John's honest estimate of himself and his actions are to be imitated. 
John's attitude encourages us to understand that there is nothing in this world that dishonors us if it honors God. Anything done in genuine service to our Lord delights our precious Savior. In imitating humble saints, we realize that genuine humility plays out in the private, everyday acts of obedience in the small things. These routine and uncelebrated acts are what God smiles upon. Now, when we imitate our Lord, what example does he provide? We see that no matter how low we may think we may have gone, Christ already went lower. He descended from heaven. He emptied himself to wash feet and to be nailed to a cross by pagan idolaters. Although sinless, he carried our sins on his shoulders. He bore God's wrath. He sacrificed spotless reputation and relinquished his honor. He was tortured and endured relentless slander and ridicule for our sakes. Then he died. Christ shows us that going low isn't the problem. The problem is that we can never go as low as Christ deserves. Greatness manifests as humility, yet we are bold in Jesus Christ. It is important to note how John ends his response to those who are curious about him. He says that one mightier than him is coming, and then says in Luke 3.17, His winnowing fork is in his hand to thoroughly clear his threshing floor and to gather wheat into his barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Biblical humility does not suggest weakness. It does not suggest neither softness nor passivity. It means you think little of yourself, but everything of Christ. It means you live the timeless truth of God's word with boldness and confidence because that boldness and confidence is derived from Jesus. So John, the one who was unfit to remove Jesus' sandals, stands like a rock on God's word and tells people the truth, that the one mightier than he has the winnowing fork in his hand and his divine fire will destroy the ungodly. All John could do was warn it was Christ who was to come who would execute. John could prepare with water baptism. It was Jesus who would finish the job with fire baptism. John threatened judgment, but one day Christ will deliver it. This calling continues today as faithful communicators of God's truth communicate his word with humility, yet with boldness. They do so knowing that it is not their words of judgment, but God's. They do so knowing that they cannot save anyone, but Christ will save all those who call upon his name. Therefore, in humility, they serve the one mightier than themselves. They serve him and bow down low so that God will pick them up. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.